Head to Milwaukee Burger Company in Wausau to score pregame during the 1920 season. Buy two entrees and receive a basket of cheese curds 50% off. You won't regret it. Welcome back inside the den, everybody. We are back after a uh, very brief hiatus. We took last week off as uh, I was not feeling the best, and uh, we just didn't really have a lot going on as the River Wolves are in the midst of a uh, slight break. They only have two games on the schedule between uh, September 30th and December 15th. One of those games has been played already, the other one coming up this Friday night against Peoria, but the River Wolves very much needing this little break as this is a squad who's got a lot of banged up players and uh, a few sick players as well and trying to get right before the all-important NA3 showcase, which will be taking place starting Sunday over at uh, the Schwann Super Center in Blaine, Minnesota. The River Wolves will be playing one game a day on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and we'll get into those games in uh, just a minute here. But I do want to send a shout out and a good luck, uh, best of luck to Tyler Balseric. Uh, Tyler, of course, one of the beloved defensemen here with the River Wolves, has been with the organization for a couple years now, and he currently is over in Italy playing for Team USA Hockey in the Deaf Olympics. So congratulations to him and uh, good luck to him. Hopefully he does uh, the country proud and he does the River Wolves proud. And uh, that'd be pretty awesome if we, we could say that the River Wolves have an Olympic gold medalist on our team. And I would get to say that I am going to get to interview a gold medalist on this here podcast. So uh, best of luck to Tyler Balseric and uh, keep an eye out on that as well. I'm not quite sure if you can see those games. I'm sure you can somewhere online, but uh, definitely keep up with the Deaf Olympics going on over in Italy right now. And since Tyler is over in Italy, that means obviously he will not be available for the River Wolves during the NA3 showcase. And uh, I have Coach Bailey on the podcast for the first time in this episode. And uh, we talk a little bit about uh, injuries, who's still banged up, who's who's not. And Blake Neudecker also remains uh, yet to be back on the ice. So the River Wolves could be down a couple defensemen. Uh, not sure if uh, Coach Bailey would move one of those forwards back to defense or if he's just going to try and run with uh, four, maybe a fifth defenseman every once in a while when needed. I am going to catch up with Coach Bailey at some point over the course of the tournament and hopefully we're going to get a little bit of an update and uh, just a little bit of a how you doing, how's the team doing going when uh, we run into each other over there. So look forward to that. Not sure if it's going to be on uh, my YouTube page or the River Wolves YouTube page, but it will be on the Facebook page regardless, which you can find by searching Wausau R Wolves. So we've talked enough about the tournament. Uh, let's talk about the teams that the River Wolves are going to be facing in the tournament. And uh, don't forget, they do have a little bit of a warm-up game as they take on Peoria the Friday night, this coming Friday, before the tournament starts. Last time Peoria was in town, River Wolves suffered a 12-1 loss and a 5-2 loss. So Wolves going to be uh, looking for a nice little performance against the Peoria Mustangs in preparation of that NA3 tournament. And 
One of the special things about the tournament is that the Riverwolves are going to play three teams from uh, different parts of the country, and uh, they've never seen these teams before, probably will not see these teams again unless they run into them at the showcase again next year. The, the first team they're going to be taking on is the Yellowstone Quake, and uh, the Quake currently sitting at number five in the Frontier Division. The Frontier Division is the largest division in the entire NA3. They have eight teams, mostly out west in the uh, Montana-Wyoming area as uh, multiple Montana teams here. The Yellowstone Quake find themselves in fifth place in the Frontier Division with a record of 8-16, and 16, which is better than when I looked at it the last time. Same thing goes for the Sunday opponent for the Riverwolves, the Missoula Junior Bruins. The Junior Bruins were sitting at the bottom of the Frontier Division not that long ago. They have obviously won a few games in a row and have moved up to sixth in the division. So the Riverwolves is going to be taking on the Yellowstone Quake on Sunday, the Missoula Junior Bruins on Tuesday. And in between those games, they are going to be facing the Mid-Cities Junior Stars. The Stars currently sitting at a 10-11 and 11 record, and they find themselves in fourth place in the South Division. Looks like the South Division is uh, three Texas teams, a Louisiana team, and an Atlanta team. So the Riverwolves are going to have an opportunity to uh, make their mark and show a few different teams and players and hopefully scouts from all over the country exactly what they are made of. Uh, not going to get too deep in the weeds here as far as stats, but the uh, Yellowstone Quake Obviously can put the puck in the net. Their leading scorer, Dylan Rumpke, has 44 points on the season. And uh, that comes from 21 goals and 23 assists. He's their main goal scorer as uh, the next highest goal scorer is only nine goals. So Rumpke leads his own team by 12 goals. And uh, that's where all seems like all these other guys are getting their points from. Massive assist numbers for this Yellowstone Quake squad. So obviously a team that uh, is an elite passing the puck team. And uh, the Riverwolves have struggled with that early on in games in the past, but uh, I'm sure they are going to be prepared for that and expecting that. And uh, expectations are high for the Riverwolves. Talk, talking to the coaches, players, uh, everybody else, uh, the Central Division, a very talented one. So having the opportunity to play outside the division, the Riverwolves are really hoping to take advantage of that and come out with a weekend sweep, if not uh, at least two of three, I know is the goal for most players on this team. Probably going to be seeing goaltender number 31, Michael Allman. He's got a 4.1 goals against on the season to go with a 92 save percentage. He's allowed 71 goals on 892 shots. Moving along to the Mid-City Junior Stars, it looks like they are led by R.J. Muckenstrom. He's got 36 points on the season. Hunter Leonhard has 26 points, and Brandon Spates has 24. Uh, once again, looks like Muckstrom and Leonhard are responsible for most of the goals on this team. Actually, this is a pretty top-heavy team overall, the top uh Five, six guys with a lot of points, but then it drops down and the rest of the team only has single digit points on the season. So looks like uh, if you can shut down their top two or three guys, you're going to have a good chance against this Mid-City Junior Stars team. So the Riverwolves may have their best matchup here in the Mid-City Junior Stars. And looking at the goaltender that has a 3.63 goals against with a 91.7 save percentage on the season. 
He has allowed 39 goals on 468 shot attempts. And that's Noah Kinsinger. Uh, no, so Kinsinger, the most likely goaltender for the River Wolves to be facing this weekend. And it's actually not even the weekend as the tournament starts on Sunday and then runs through Tuesday. But I'm just so used to saying this weekend uh, as we take a look here now. At the final opponent in the tournament for the River Wolves, it is the Missoula Junior Bruins. Junior Bruins looks like they have a lot more depth to their team. Uh, they are led by Case Balk. He's got 26 points. Tyler Prince has 25 points. Trevor Prince has 23 points. And then a whole smattering of uh, Junior Bruins with a range of 15 to 20 points as well. So, this team uh, may be more difficult to contend with just because they can uh, spread the puck all around and they have lots of people who are able to put the puck in the net. 17 goals, 10 goals, 13 goals. So uh, definitely people that can score. It's not like the Mid-Cities team where if you're able to shut down those top guys, you're going to have a good chance. Uh, and again, this all coming just from looking at the numbers. I have not had the chance to obviously physically watch in person any of these teams, but I unfortunately have not even seen tape on uh, tape on any of them. I'm just going uh, based off of what I can see in the numbers and what I infer and based off of uh, comparative teams and how the Riverwolves have uh, stacked up against them throughout the course of this season so far. So that is the NA3 showcase happening over in Blaine, Minnesota, starting on Sunday, running through Tuesday. I'll be over there. I'll be doing every River Wolves game uh, as well as like five or six other games. I'm really excited to uh, have the opportunity to work for the NA3 and the NAPHL. It's going to be a busy, busy weekend for me, but I'm looking forward to it. And if you've got nothing going on, or especially if you're in the Blaine area, this is going to be some hockey that you are not going to want to miss. Come on out. The Schwann Supercenter offers everything you could possibly need. There's restaurants inside. There's You won't need to leave. Uh, you could stay there for... Three nights in a row. I don't know if there's anywhere for you to sleep, but you can stay there for three full days in a row and never have to leave and enjoy yourself. Unlimited hockey as there's going to be two different tournaments of two different levels going on on, I believe, either 12 or 15 rinks. I'm not sure exactly how many are in the Super Center now, but I know there's at least 12. So we hope to see you over there. And of course, if, if you can't make it, make sure you follow along on social media. Social media is going to be very active, I'm sure, throughout the entire course of the tournament. You can find the River Wolves on any social media platform by searching Wausau R Wolves. I'm also going to be tweeting a lot about the tournaments uh, when I have time in between the games, as I am doing five games on Friday. And I believe I keep saying Friday. I, I mean Sunday. I'm doing five games on Sunday, uh, three games on Monday, and then I think two or three more on, or I believe two more on Tuesday. I'll have to double check my schedule. But anyway, you can follow along with me at Senholes on Sport. We got a special interview with Coach Bailey coming up right after this, and then stick around for the players only segment. It uh, is in the running. It may even be at the top for best interview that uh, I've done so far throughout the course of this podcast and not from me personally but best interview overall uh it's with Cade Wailuda and Rowley Carlson we all just had a lot of fun and the boys were nice and loose and uh, opened up and uh, it was nice we had a nice conversation I actually had to wrap it up early unfortunately as we felt like we could have talked forever so not going to want to miss that players only segment 
and that's coming up at the end of the episode. Thanks for being inside the den. We will talk to you next week or hopefully sometime this weekend from the uh, NA3 Showcase. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving and uh, hope to see you over on Hockey TV. Don't miss a minute of River Wolves Hockey this season. Catch all the games streaming live online at HockeyTV.com. All right, Tim, welcome back inside the den, everybody. Today we've got a special treat. I usually talk to him uh, over on my YouTube page, and usually it's a, a video interview. But today, for the first time inside the den, we have River Wolves head coach Colin Bailey. And Colin, thanks for being inside the den here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jacob. Appreciate it. So uh, it's going to be short and sweet. You guys only have played two games over the course of the last 15 days, so a nice little break heading into the NA3 Showcase. So I just want to ask you a few questions about the Showcase. First of all, just tell me a little bit about what it is. So the, the NA3 HL Showcase, it's a fantastic event put on by the, uh, the Null family. Uh, every, every team throughout the nation, every team in the league uh, is there at the uh, Super Rink here in Blaine. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a great event for the, these guys to get exposure to college and, you know, higher tier level junior, uh, junior hockey teams. Um, but basically it's every, every team is playing, uh, cross division rivals. So we'll be seeing teams that we don't ever play, uh, which is very exciting and, you know, good to get the, good to get the boys, you know, a little fresh, uh, you know, kind of a fresh, freshen up there, um, and some new faces and, you know, aside from playing the, you know, the same, same teams that we play every day, you know, every game. Yeah, a little bit of fresh competition. Uh, you guys will be taking on the Yellowstone Quake out of Wyoming, the Mid-City yeah. Junior Stars out of Texas, and then you'll wrap the weekend against the Missoula Junior Bruins. Uh, what are some of the coaching challenges on uh, coaching against not only one team that you haven't seen before, uh, for example, like the first time you see a mm -hmm. team uh, throughout the course of a season, but this is going to be the one and only time you see each yeah. one of these teams throughout this year. What's going to be some challenges of trying to get a few W's uh, coming up this weekend. Yeah. So, so obviously we're not able to watch them. You know, I mean that's, you know, so we have to rely on video, and and you can only do so much with with watching video and watching film. And um, it's an extremely helpful tool, but you know, it's there's stuff that you can't you you can pick up you know in in person a little bit better than you might be able to pick up on film and whatnot. Um, so I mean, there's obviously a challenge with that, and then you know you're you're also going to rely on word of mouth from other other coaches around the league and see. You know those coaches that do face off against them every every weekend. Uh, see what their tendencies are. See what they see what they pick up on, and use like a little helpful hand from from some of the other coaches around the league, and uh, use you know use your resources that you got. So the way that the NA3 showcase works is that they pair up uh, the teams with their opponents depending on where you sit in your respective right. divisions. Uh, River Wolves at the bottom of the Central Division right now, but uh, it is a pretty well known fact that the Central Division is. Uh, I'd say top two most yeah. talented divisions Absolutely. in the entire NA3. Uh, yeah, you obviously agree with that. So uh, with that being said, even though you're at the bottom of the central division, the expectations are high playing against these other teams that are also at the bottom of, of their divisions. So what are your expectations? Uh, how many, I guess, obviously you're trying to win all three games, but what are the realistic expectations going into this weekend out of uh, you, Coach Bailey? Yeah, and so obviously that's kind of a kind of a dangerous slope to to be comparing, you know, because every team's going in here, you know, desperation mode. We need to win. We need to have a good showing at the showcase, and um, to be comparing, you know, oh, if we were in this division, we'd be so and so. You know, that's a dangerous game, you know, because it doesn't matter where you're at. You got to perform your best, and uh, there's no excuses for 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 any of that, but. Um, you know, I mean, obviously I want to win majority of the games. If we can't sweep all three, that'd be fantastic. But 
you know, at least keep it close, keep it competitive, and give these boys a good showing. You know, get the 99 some exposure and get them speaking with some schools and uh, hopefully our 2000s and our old ones. You know, hopefully they catch an eye of, of an NA coach here or there and um, at least get some some people talking about our, our guys. You know, throughout the league, and that's the main goal is to get. You know, that's why they come to play juniors is to to get the exposure, get the development, and move on to the next level. Yeah, for a lot of those guys that are going to be aging out, this may be the last big opportunity yeah. to catch somebody's eye and continue their hockey career. So a lot at stake, uh, not only record-wise, but for these individual players yeah. here coming up this weekend in Blaine. Uh, final question, you guys have been plagued with uh, injuries and sickness for it seems like the entire season here. Uh, what is the injury report? How many guys you got banged up going into this weekend? Uh, right now we're still waiting on uh, our St. Louis Park duo of uh, Blake Neudecker and, and Sam Baker. They're still hurting a little bit. Um, other than that, you know, it's just kind of the, this seasonal wear and tear, you know, muscles are sore, you know, guys are, you know, motivation is, is a little, uh, I don't want to say lacking, but not, not quite where it needs to be. And it's, you know, it just comes with the territory of, of the winter weather. Uh, you know, it stays dark for a longer time. It's, it's tough to, you know, kind of keep that motivation internally. And, um, you know, so that's, that's, that's a big process for us and kind of something that we need to improve on as well is making sure that day in and day out we come here ready to work and ready to improve no matter where we're at no matter what's going on externally and um you know focus on the things that we're able to control you know we're not able to control who's hurt you know we're not able to control sickness you know none of that so all we can control is our effort day in and day out making sure we give our all every single day and you know are committed to being the best we can be all right, that's head coach Colin Bailey of the Wausau River Wolves, and uh, you can catch all of those games uh, streaming on Hockey TV as well as the River Wolves little warm-up game heading into the showcase as they host Peoria here at the Marathon County Ice Arena on this Friday. So lots of River Wolves hockey for you to consume this weekend. Coach Bailey, good luck this weekend, thank and you uh, thank you. Yep. Hey, love the River Wolves and playing hockey? Well, I've got the perfect opportunity for you. Join us the Friday after Christmas on December 27th for the River Wolves Holiday Youth Hockey Camp. Prices are $75 for skaters and $40 for goalies. This camp is for mites, squirts, under 8, under 10, and under 12, and will last from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Spots are limited, so sign up now so you don't miss your chance to work with head coach Colin Bailey, assistant coach Jacob Smolovich, and some of the best River Wolves players. We'll see you on the ice on Friday, December 27th. And welcome back inside the den for today's players-only segment. We have number 24 defenseman Cade Wailuda and number 27 uh, forward Robert, formerly known as Raleigh Carlson. And I guess we'll just start right there. Uh, what prompted the name change, change uh, last year? Everything was Raleigh. This year, everything is uh, Robert. The real reason behind it is I think Robert sounds more professional instead of Raleigh. I mean, that's a pretty simple, straight-up answer, and I've debated the same thing going between Jake Senholz or Jacob. I've been told different things. One sounds better, one sounds more professional. I personally went with Jake, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I like Robert. I just got so used yeah. to calling you Raleigh that Raleigh it, it's hard been, to go with Robert. Raleigh's been my nickname growing up. All my friends call me Raleigh. And my grandpa's name my grandpa's name is Ollie, so I feel like that's where my parents got it from. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well I apologize I may keep calling you Raleigh, but everybody else make sure you call him Robert. So uh, <laughs> anyway we have Raleigh Carlson and Cade Wailuda here and uh, guys yeah, hello Cade. Uh, we'll start pretty much with the way I start all these podcasts. Just tell me a little bit about your hockey history, where you played growing up and how you ended up here with the River Wolves. Uh, Cade, we can start with you. I grew up in the beautiful city of Princeton, Minnesota. Played hockey there my whole life. 
Um, growing up, I was that kid that played hockey year-round. I didn't take not even a week off growing up until about my sophomore year of high school. That was probably the first summer where I just worked. I mean, I still did some stuff for hockey, but not all all year round. That stuff got a little old. I think any hockey player can admit that. You need a little time off or else you just get worn out. Um, but yeah, like I said, playing hockey for 15 years, right out of Princeton, Minnesota. Then I'm driving to a track meet up in Mora for my girlfriend at the time and <laughs> Colin Bailey here gives me a call and we talked for like an hour on the phone just mm. shooting it and it was fun so that's how I ended up here so another one of uh, coach Bailey's hand-picked guys from Minnesota uh were you planning on playing junior hockey uh coming out of high school at least somewhere uh, I had a couple options I in the NA3 one in the USP I just Colin was a really great guy sound like a great guy sound like a fun guy I have a buddy that coaches with him up in Heartland all summer. So I know the guy, my buddy said Colin was a super cool guy. He had a really cool coach and he is a super cool guy and a great coach too. So happy I'm, happy I'm here. Well, we're happy uh, you are here as well. And uh, Raleigh, this is your second year here, I believe, correct? And uh, Yes, I, I came back. Yeah, you, you did come back. We're, we're very grateful for that. Last year's leading scorer. 44 points on the year last year, currently sitting at 23 points this year. Uh, how did you end up here? Um, Originally, uh, after like my high school season, I didn't think I was going to play junior hockey. And the, the way I found out about the Riverwolves is I was looking at the NA3 draft, and there my name was, like, seventh overall. I was like, really? <laughs> okay. I thought it was, like, getting drafted is cool in anything, I think, you know. Especially when you don't yeah. know that you're even going to be drafted yeah. in top ten. Wow, that's... Mm -hmm. But the owner, Duncan, he talked to me after a high school game, pulled me out of the locker room, and was, like, telling me about the organization. And, like, like I said, I didn't think I was going to play junior hockey, but I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Yeah, and uh, much like Cade, we're, we're glad that you've been here. You've been a staple of this team for, for a couple years, as mentioned, leading scorer and uh, always one of the hardest workers out on the ice, too. Uh, what have you seen, like, what's the biggest thing that you've seen uh, within yourself as far as, like, growing as a hockey player between even last season and this season or just between high school and then your time overall with the Riverwolves? So, uh, originally growing up, I was playing defenseman. And when I played juniors, I decided to play center. And the reason I picked center is because the center gets to go all over the ice, and I feel like one of the good, one of my better skills I have is definitely my skating. So I feel like if I would be skating all over the ice, I'd be around the puck and like try to make good plays. You know, do the right things, help your team, and just play consistently good. Sure. And center has been treating you uh, pretty well. Another guy that uh, obviously, when you watch him, you can tell that he likes to skate too. He loves to have the puck on his stick. Is that man right next to you, Cade Wailuda? Oh, Cade, yeah, yeah, anybody that's watched you play hockey knows that you are, uh, as mentioned, you, you love to have the puck on your stick. You love to jump up in the rush, and uh, you're a very offensive-minded defenseman. Have you always played that style of defense? No, sir. Growing up, I was a defensive defenseman. 
like very defensive. I still even sometimes you'll see that there's a time that I should skate the puck, but I just decide to stay more defensive minded and I've gotten a lot better at that, especially this year. Um, my senior year in high school, I was getting a little better at it, but definitely way better at it now, just knowing when to skate and when to hold the puck. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've definitely never been a offensive defenseman, but when you have to be, sometimes it's good. Yeah, so what changed a little bit, just kind of growing up and maturing a little bit more as a hockey player and realizing different situations, yeah, need just, different things? When, you, when you're sitting in bed at night, even just thinking about things, <laughs> thinking about just anything in a hockey play comes to your mind and then you think, well, maybe I should have done it a different way. And, you know, you do it a different way the next time you do it. I don't know. No, that makes total sense. And uh, you guys don't have the biggest team as far as physical size, but you are one of the only handful of guys that sits over six foot tall. Watching you, you can tell that you do, you're not afraid to use your body and lay a hit once in a while, too. How big is that physical nature when it comes to playing your game? Uh, the biggest thing is you just got to be smart about it. If It can be a big part of anyone's game and a good part of anyone's game, but you need to do it the right way and not be taking yourself out of the play every time you try to go hit somebody. You know, not running around with it like a chicken with your head cut off. But... Yeah, usually physicality is a good part of my game for sure. Just even, not even just blowing guys up, but just pushing them in the boards or just a little shove to get them off the puck and your other guy can come pick it up, support. I, physicality has always been, I remember they took checking out of Peewees the year before <laughs> I played Peewees. I was so mad. I I almost broke something because I just wanted to check so bad. Yeah. I'd be in tournaments for my AAA team, and I broke a kid's arm one time because I checked them. It was a no-checking tournament. <laughs> I get into the box, and the dude in the box is like, hey, nice check. <laughs> I was like, perfect. perfect. That, that is hockey. That is a true hockey player is to a T right there. Yeah, you know? yeah, just wanted to hit somebody, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I do remember that. I mean, I was much, much past. I was already like in the back end of my high school career, I think, uh, when they decided to take hockey uh, or hitting out of uh, peewee hockey and below. But you are 2001 yeah, birth year, I believe. I'm yeah. So you play a lot bigger and faster than, than your age um, most of the time. Well, at least. And I was always playing up with older kids, so I don't know if that's part of why I'm a grimier player. I was definitely never as mean of a player as I am now, but I like being a mean player, so. Well, there you go. Uh, use that aggression, hopefully, this weekend coming up in the NA3 Showcase in Raleigh, uh, that being held in your hometown of Blaine, Minnesota, over at the Schwann Super Center. I'm sure that you've been to the Super Center plenty of times, have you not? Yeah, I'm probably the closest hockey player you know that lives close to that ring. It's just a, a couple miles away? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so it's going to be a uh, Maybe a hometown crowd, a lot of uh, Carlson's around this weekend watching you. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of Wailuas, a, a lot of Princetonians in there. Probably a lot of family members. I hope a lot of scouts come. Yeah, scout, scouts as well. But I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of family members of, of teams because uh, you guys have a lot of people from yeah. Minnesota on your team, It'll obviously. But what's what's a personal goal of yours, uh, Rally, going into this showcase this weekend? I think our team can win all three games. I do too. I definitely do too. I think we can. I, I know we can. Yeah, we're gonna. You heard it here first. Riverwood's gonna win all three games I'm this weekend coming up hardest. here.
I'm going to try hard. <laughs> All those games can be heard on uh, Hockey TV. Watch Cade and Raleigh dominate. Uh, I am going to have to, unfortunately, this has been one of my favorite interviews so far of uh, the inside the podcast. I want to keep going. This your favorite thing. I, I want to keep Shoot, going as well. Unfortunately, uh, we're, we're going to have to bring it to a close here in I the next couple minutes. But just a, a few fun questions here now to end the uh, podcast. Raleigh, I know that you are a big conspiracy guy, and without getting too deep into the weeds or talking too much about it, what is the conspiracy that you've bought into most over the past few years? Um, vaccines. Um, it's like, what does the government not tell us is what I'm worried yeah. about. <laughs> All right. And, Who's uh, in charge? You just got to follow the money. Um, who's really making the decisions today? Yeah. That's Where's the aliens? where's flat earth let's go so there's a lot to pick apart in your i know you and i hopefully are going to be able to have a discussion like this in long form on a, on a different platform here at some point but i i yeah. i know that you're a big I conspiracy like guy I'm so going, i wanted to put that out there yeah I, this is like i said i feel like i'm going to be on another podcast in the mm-hmm. future i hope hopefully I is that, really enjoy it. Is that one of your goals after you're done playing hockey is to do something oh, like this or get into media or podcasting at all? Maybe even comedy because I can make people Dude, laugh. Dude, okay. you should become yeah. a comedian. Seriously. Look at Hopefully that. this goes viral. <laughs> I, I hope that as well. I'm not quite sure, but uh, we thank everybody that's out there listening. And if you want to share this on your personal mm-hmm. Facebook pages or whatever, we would all appreciate that. So Give it a retweet. A retweet as well. Um, Cade. Are you aware that you are leading the team in two different categories? Well, you're leading the team. Penalty minutes. You're leading the team in penalty minutes, but you're also leading the uh, defensemen in. Uh, you have the best plus minus Ooh. out of all the defensemen on the what team. What is it like minus thirty? It is minus thirty one, actually. <laughs> I actually uh, haven't even looked at that all season. So. Yeah, it's minus thirty one. At the only defenseman that has a better one is Tyler Balseric, but I you can probably attribute that to just total total minutes. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I miss I miss Paul Sarek. He's in Italy right now. Good luck, my brother. I and, love uh, him and I miss T- him. Tyler's been having a pretty good pretty good year actually. He's been uh, yeah. When yeah. his head is right, he's good. I I, I agree. That's I, all I, of I us. have been impressed. That's our very passionate hockey player. Their own heads. All right, boys. Uh, I th- I think that's gonna have to be it. Aww. Unfortunately, I do thank you for joining Sorry, me today. No. Um, I'm not on Instagram, I but I am on Twitter. At Raleigh Carlson. All right, that's that's something I that yeah I haven't uh, asked you guys to like promote your personal handles or anything yet throughout this podcast, and I did uh, actually think that I should start if doing that. If you see that, an so. opportunity, you gotta take it. So there you go. It's at what is it? At Raleigh Carlson. At Raleigh Carlson. Cade, do you have anything? Cade Weather Instagram. It's just Cade Weather. I'm the only one in the world, so you'll find me. All right, and uh, you can watch these two uh, play plenty of hockey this weekend as the River Wolves host Peoria at the Marathon County Ice Arena on Friday, and then, of course, uh, starting Sunday through Tuesday. They'll be taking on the Yellowstone Quake, the uh, Junior Stars out of Texas, and then the Missoula Junior Bruins. So good luck this weekend, boys, and uh, I hope you put plenty of points on the board. Thank you, for having me on the podcast and giving me a platform. Of course, and I will see you guys over there this weekend. Sounds good, mate. So, all right. Hopefully you're announcing one of our games. I am. I'm doing all the games, uh, plus a bunch of other ones. I'm doing games for the NAPHL, I think it is, yeah. too. So, 
So it should be a fun weekend of hockey over in Blaine. So thank you. That is uh, number 24, defenseman Cade Wailuda, and number 27, forward Rowley Carlson. Thanks, boys. Whether it's an employee outing, youth hockey group, school group, birthday celebration, or customer appreciation night, bring your group together and share in the excitement of River Wolves hockey. Take advantage of our group ticket packages today. Be the office hero and book your group outing with the River Wolves. For more information on group nights, visit riverwolveshockey.com.